You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Absolutely. Of course, it hurt him when South got kicked out of the comp and then when there was a takeover, uh, he swore that he'd never go to another another game. But in saying that, they... Bobby McCarthy and Dad and Co were able to drag him along to 2014 Grand yeah. Final. It was yeah, it was it was good. It was a touching moment. So at the the age of 75, he's got a battle on his hands. But guess what? He wouldn't have it any other way. Oh, he's he tough. loves a battle. He's tough. Hope George, he, hope he gets you. better. Yep. All the best wishes uh, from everyone here at Sports Day. Um, now, uh, who's going to have the uh, the concussion at the end of this fight tonight, Sats? Who's more likely, Big Gal or even bigger Big Daddy? That's happening in Wollongong later. I, I think the the Undercards start in about an hour. Seven o'clock, the telecast starts. So the first fight will be around quarter past seven. Mm. Uh, a couple of really good fights. There's a kid by the name of Liam Wilson. I think he'll be a world champion in the next 12 months. Yep. He's fighting on the undercard. And But this one's this has got a lot of interest. I, I'm be interested to see what the, the pay-per-view is going to be after this fight. I think it's going to be quite big. I think it'll be really big. And, mm. and I've been pushing for, for Woogie to get it on here. So we just stay behind and have a few four pines. Mm. And, yeah. You, you onto that? No. Have you run that past? Um, no, we don't run anything past the bosses. Just give me well, a credit just card. Just give me a credit card. And yeah, you but can, can I claim, claim it? it back? Yeah, of course you can. Absolutely. Mm. I've pre-approved it. Uh, do we get the? Um, do we have to go the like the business, the pub one where you pay a fortune, or do we just get the individual? Individual, I think. Do we? I'll ours? just run an extension cord from the pub. <laughs> can you go and stand on the roof with yeah. a dish? Coat hanger. And just- yeah. Well, I've had my kids, so yeah, sure, not a problem. Yeah. Hey, um, there's been a lot of debate around, and, and actually there's some um, some player movement. Uh, one uh, big-name retirement, another is moving clubs. We'll tell you about that in just a minute. But there's a, a bit of, a lot of talk around and um, debate around whether Latrell Mitchell deserved a four-week ban that he copped last night. Um, fair or unfair? What do you think? Uh, give us a buzz or send us a text, 0477-736-736. What do you reckon, Sats? Oh, I thought it was pretty harsh for... That I thought it was harsh. lashing out. But I'm, I'm being led to believe, and uh, I spoke today on, on Jared Whateley's show, and, and I got a phone call from Paul Kent after it, and he said, oh, mate, just, just to let you know, with the four weeks, it also involves some loading as well around other charges. So uh, if that's the case, unfortunately, it's the, it's the, it's the beast that, we, that we've all got to abide by when it mm. comes to the judiciary. Because on face value, just looking at that, you'd go, he's got no, it's, it's not a four-week suspension, just based on that one, yeah. on that one, uh, that one action against David Nofaluma. But um, we are asking for your opinions because we do value them, listeners, and uh, love to read your I, I texts tell you out. What, Badge, I have been reading a lot of social media around it today. It's it was interesting to read how many how many rugby league fans don't like the way that Latrell plays the game, the niggling tactics, and I, I just like it. I, I love the way that he plays with some. Some aggression. Yes. Plays with oh, really oh. good aggression. Uh, it can go over the top a little bit, but yeah, what that's the competitive nature. That's the adrenaline that's that's pumping. Funnily enough, I read some South Sydney fans that said 
he's got to get rid of these tactics out of his game if he's going to be a, a player that we can rely on when, yeah. in, in winning a premiership. So I don't think it's been divided, to be quite honest. I think a lot of the ma- the majority of rugby league fans feel as though that Latrell got what he ser- deserved. I, I don't agree, but... Well, you know who I've compar- compared him to a few times on yep. the show? Justin Hodges. Yeah. Who, who, who late in his career... Cleaned his act up or middle of his career. Cleaned his act. Stopped doing all the niggly, stupid mm. stuff. Now, Hodger, it was just, it was embarrassing, the stuff that he used to go on with. Shaping up to fight people and stuff and, and and niggling. And once he got that out of his game and just played footy, he was he was one of the best, if not the best, centre in the game. And Luttrell will be no different. L- Luttrell is an outstanding player. and he's still a grown man. But he's a bit fiery. That, yeah. And he's, and he's, I think, personally, I think he's got a bit of a chip on his shoulder. Um, and he, you know, if he just plays footy, he's just almost unstoppable. Mm. And he has been at all. He's leading the Delhi Amps. He's been amazing this year. He won't be soon. No. Well, he's <laughs> he, he's going to lose what for four weeks out 12, 12, 12 points, points, and he's so on he'll thirteen. Go from, he'll be on one point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, long way back, mid mid season to uh, to win it from there. That's no doubt at all. Uh, young Tigers young gun, Jake Simpkin. You know, Woogie tells us this is his first ever radio interview. We're going to chat with him very soon. I heard he's a great kid and got a tremendous personality. I watched his game very closely. That was his on debut. The, yeah, it was against South. And what a debut against it was. one of the premiership favourites, a, a physical game. The way that it finished, he got to play more than 80 minutes uh, in Golden Point. But he got our dummy half during the game and Jaden Sewer absolutely levelled him as if to say... Welcome to first yeah, grade, son. Yeah, he <laughs> And he got up, dusted himself <laughs> yeah, off and yeah, played absolutely. on. Looking forward to that. And our Wednesday wine... Uh, well, you can come up with something for me, could you please? Because I can't think of a Wednesday wine. You, you're always uh, got something to about. Oh, from a rabbit's point of view, of course. It's disgusting. Okay, uh, time now for this. Sports Day, Sports Update. Uh, how are the Four Pines Brewing Co. beers going, Scotty Sattler? They're, uh, they're beautiful. That's our official beer of Sports Day. And uh, so what's brewing is this little segment. Uh, I'll tell you what's brewing. Chad Townsend. A statement released today from the Sharks says he won't be taking up his option next season. Yeah. And that means he will be joining – does this mean he'll be joining the Cowboys? Is Cowboys, that, 22. Is that happening? 2022. Yeah. Mm. Play, so, played 140-odd games for the Sharks and, of course, won the premiership in 2016. Can I say, Badge, um, not only are you signing a good rugby league player, now the Cowboys – of course, are they, he, uh, from all reports, the Sharks put out a media release today. We saw that. But from all reports before that went out, he told his teammates that he was not taking up the option. He's been offered a, a three-year deal at the age of 30, and he's got a young family. Uh, it gives him the ability to get some stability. Uh, but also, what the Cowboys get is they, they get a, an experienced half that they don't have at the moment. Michael Morgan retiring, Jake Clifford uh, going to Newcastle. So they get a a mature-aged, experienced halfback, premiership-winning halfback, a, a halfback and a player also that can turn four into six on most times and mo- you know, on most occasions. Yep. But outside of that badge, they get a terrific young man who is a good family man. He's got great values and principles. He trains hard. And that's what the Cowboys need. Yeah, when they lose it, Michael Morgan. It's very head, important. Yeah, it is. So off the field, he's he's got some tremendous principles that – you want to try and build a, a, a club around. So yes. I think it's a good signing for the Cowboys. I think so. Yeah, mm. yeah I certainly think so as well. Um, of course, uh, yeah, Jake Clifford's going down to Newcastle, as you said. Hey, um, 
the retirement today after just five or six games. I think he's played every game this year for the Dragons, Trent Merritt. Yeah. So back at the Dragons after his stint overseas at Leeds and before that he was at Penrith, um, he just says the game's just starting to get away from him. And yeah, that's, I, mean, I think that's why we all, we all pull the pin unless, you know, you've got a serious injury. It's, you know, it's age as well. You know, he's, he's been a tremendous servant, premiership winner. Um, but outside of that, um, what I've loved about Trent Merrin is his enthusiasm for his teammates. He's got great footwork for a, for a big man. I remember watching him come through the under-21 system and um, not the under-20s, the under-21s, and they had a tremendous St. George Dragons team that he was part of. And uh, you could see that he was going to be a tremendous player. Now, I love the way how excited he gets around his teammates, not only when they score a try, but he's always that sort of spiritual leader. He's always trying to get his teammates yeah, up. I've yeah. seen a lot of footage of him when he's been at training. He's always been that guy that's really enthusiastic all the time. He just seems to me that that he is he just loves being around loves being around his teammates. Mm. Yeah. So I was actually fortunate enough to present a, a number thirteen jersey to him for when he was at the Panthers. He was playing a, a milestone match against the Broncos at Suncorp okay. and we were calling a game and I went down and presented a jersey and I, I, I took a lot of pride in it because I always admired him from a distance, the yep. way that he played the game. He always played it fair, tough, but with a great amount of energy and just in great spirits as well. I love that he's been honest enough with himself to say, you know, it's early in the year I could drag myself through and, yeah. and try to, you know, maybe in and out of the, the top squad and reserves or starting. But he's just said, you know, oh, the time's come. The mm. time's come. And it's a, it's a difficult call to make, but um, obviously it, it I imagine it would have played on his mind yeah. just recently and uh, and has just uh, hit home. So, oh, those other judiciary results last night, I think everyone has already heard this, but Paul Momorowski got three weeks, so he failed to get his charge downgraded. Uh, and Victor Radley got was successful in his downgrade. Uh, Victor Radley, who Woogie plays for the Roosters. I don't know if you think uh, anything about that. Uh, but, of course, the big one was Latrell, Mitchell and South's footy manager, former opponent of mine, good man, Mark Ellison, had this to say. Just on behalf of the, the club and Latrell, we just say we're obviously disappointed with the, the result tonight. We came in here hoping for a grey down and didn't get it, but that's, that's the way it goes. What was his reaction in there? Obviously disappointed. Yeah, obviously disappointed. Like all this, yeah. Is it a fair hearing? Yeah, it was a fair hearing, yeah. Not a dirty player, is he? I don't think he is, no. I think he's caught by circumstances in this incident. And, um, Bad luck for him on the outcome. Well, the, the big thing about him, he's a Dally M leader at the moment, and the crowds aren't going to see him for, for four matches, which is which is sad for the game and unfortunately for him. But uh, anyway, we'll move on. And they'll have two sets, of course. Move on without him. You've got some fair replacements there, haven't they? But um, you'd rather have your, uh, your probably your best player over the yeah. first. I thought Momorowski's was, I thought that was steep three weeks to hit on Tommy Dearden. Uh, I'm going to use a word that Jared Waitley used today, which I thought was perfect when you're talking about suspensions. And three weeks is a is a fair time out of the game, especially mm. in this day and age. So uh, he used the word malice. And I don't think that missing three weeks, I don't think there was any malice in what Paul Momorowski did. I thought he had every intent in being aggressive and putting the pressure on Tom Dearden. But I don't think he intentionally, with any malice, uh, intentionally tried to attack the head of him. I thought he... His, his arm slipped up off the chest as part of momentum. So I thought three weeks was, was pretty steep, to be quite honest. Mm. All right, some off-field stuff, a bit unsavoury, this. The NRL has been rocked today by a sex scandal allegedly involving a, uh, a Parramatta player. 
mm. and a sex tape. Um, video of it was uh, has been has gone viral, and uh, the integrity unit, of course, is investigating. Well, the young lady who's uh, in the video, from all reports, has engaged a, a law firm to take civil action against the said player mm-hmm. um, at this stage, and uh, what what she's got to try and prove is is it. Has it been taken without her knowledge? Did she not consent? And was it forwarded to others also by the party she's accusing? So it's going to be interesting how that plays out. It's a matter of time before we find out who it is. Yep. Uh, bit we, unsavory. Yeah. So, so. Hopefully. And, and, and uh, I, I think I saw or read that it's, it's difficult to, um, to be sure that it actually is this player. Mm. Exactly. Right. I mean, right. I've seen the video badge, and I can't, I can't tell it's the player that that they're alleging it is. Mm. But anyway, there's a lot more, lot more uh, water to go under the bridge. Now, Sats, um, do you think Bulldogs fans? Oh, sorry, uh, Panthers fans should be a bit upset with Trent Barrett, who's who was at the Bulldogs. Now he's at the, oh, sorry, he was at the Panthers. Now he's at the Bulldogs, and the Bulldogs are looking to sign a couple of more young players, Brent Naden and. Well, of course, you've got young. Matty Burton going there next year. But, um, yeah, from all reports, uh, yeah, Brent Naden also, uh, Kate. Well, um, should they be upset? No, they shouldn't because um, you can't keep them all. Um, mm. Panthers have got great depth and you want to have depth as well. But Kate Will is, what, he's approaching 28 now, his next contract. I don't think the Panthers are going to be able to keep him. If he keeps trajecting the way that he is, Kate Will, playing yeah. Origin, and if he plays again this year, I don't think they're going to be able to afford him. So, so he could go any, he could go to any club, and of course, someone with knowledge of him and 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 the style of person he is and everything else would be Trent And the money Trent as Barrett. well. I mean, he could yeah. uh, if he plays Origin again this year, badge, he could ask anywhere upwards of around probably four hundred and fifty thousand dollars. I don't think the Panthers can can um, make that money available for Capewell. No, they they they'd be having trouble fitting everyone in. Exactly, they? and Brent Naden, well, good outside back who has had his concerns. Of course, it's well documented. But again, it's probably not going to get a run in that side mm. when Dylan Edwards comes back and everyone shifts around. Charlie Staines moves out as well. So, uh, no, I don't think they should be upset. I think they should be proud as a club that they continue to provide quality rugby league players for the depth of the game. Yeah, that's true. You know, that's true. they continue to just bring them off their production line. Yes, uh, State of Origin is going to head to Perth. In 2022. So this year it's in the, 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 the extra game. There's always a Brisbane game, a Sydney game, and somewhere else. That somewhere else this year is Melbourne. Mm. Game one, I think you said before. Yep. Um, so next year back game to – Game two. Game two, right. Yeah. So next year back to Perth yep. for game two. Uh, you went over there I in did. 2019. Optus 59,000 people. One of the most amazing stadiums New Wales. I've seen. Um Live the mm. outside the the outside perimeter is amazing. Uh, all the activation, all the the digital work, all the lighting. Then you get inside and it's even more impressive. Tremendous game uh, stadium to watch. I think an AFL game from, and a cricket game. Mm. Really difficult to watch a rugby league game from. Just wasn't right. But it's yeah, you know, it's more about the spectacle, I suppose. It's um, yeah, it was a tremendous stadium. Yeah. Yeah, and you can you can tell us what you think about that zero four double seven seven three six seven three six. We have had that on before. We talked about it. Should we be taking rugby league to these non rugby league areas, and uh, does it promote the game, or is it just a bit of a shame that we don't get a second game in in New South Wales or in Queensland uh, each year? And of course, the big fight tonight: Gallon versus Brown. Our glove gate has been sorted. Everlast has sent 
Gee, I hope it's been sorted. That was today the, uh, from Melbourne. They had to get a double XL pair of gloves from Melbourne sent to Sydney. Someone then sent an Uber up from Wollongong, brought them back, and hopefully they've got them sorted out for the fight tonight. Mm. So it'll go ahead. So that's who's, uh, who, 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 you, who you're thinking. Uh, I'm not quite sure. It's I, a tough I, one, isn't it? I think, I think Gallon's going to be too fit for him. I know mm. it's only six rounds, two minutes, um, and it suits both of them, I think, because Gallon doesn't come from a boxing background. Lucas Big Daddy Brown does. Lucas Big Daddy Brown knows how to get himself around the ring, his ring craft, but Gallon will just stay on his chest all night. Gee, he's got some size advantage. He, he will not leave him alone, Big Gallen. Daddy's a big daddy. Six five. He's a unit. <laughs> mm. Okay, better get to uh, to the break because uh, Jake Simpkin, uh, the de- debutante last week for the Tigers, is going to join us on Sports Day. That is what's brewing for Four Pines Brewing Co., the official beer of Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Back soon. You're listening to Sports Day. Have your say by dropping Badge and Sats a text. 0477 736 736. That's 0477 736 736. This is Sports Day. We'll be right back. This is Sports Day for Kia. Introducing the all-new Kia Carnival. Australia's first GUV. Welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats. And there's a big game of footy coming up this weekend. Always is Anzac Day weekend. Uh, West, West Tigers are playing Manly Seagulls. Get your tickets from Ticketek now. We're going to talk to a young man who made his debut. I was actually fortunate enough to watch this young man through, uh, through the last parts of 2019, playing for Wynnum in the 19s in the Hastings Deering mm-hmm. Cup there. Uh, they won the comp. Uh, now he's at your Queensland under-18s as well. He's a very good young hooker. And as I said, he made his debut for the West Tigers on the weekend. Jake Simpkin joins us on Sports Day. How are you, Jake? Good, boys. Hey, thanks for having me. No, no, thank you very much for giving up your time and congratulations on, on your debut last week. It was a tough initiation, but one of the great games. Uh, was it everything you expected or was it more? Yeah, it was, mate. It was uh, probably a bit more, actually. Um, it was a pretty intense game, obviously. Uh, South Sydney are, are pretty, a pretty good team, so... Um, it was very, it was very fast and physical, and um, it was a tough one to start off with my debut. But uh, I'll definitely never forget it. Yeah, well, you got through lots of work, fifty something tackles and uh, plenty of touches as well. Do you remember everything about it, or was it one of those games that you just went, "Gee, that was a whirlwind"? Um, I'd have to watch it back to, uh, you know, to, to relive it all. Oh, honestly, it was, it was pretty much over in the blink of an eye. I think was sort of just, I was just sort of telling myself just. Ten minutes. I was just sort of going ten minutes at a time, just trying to get through, just trying to get through because it was a fair bit of it was a pretty big arm um, arm wrestle that game. So um, it was um, yeah. I was just trying to hang in there really, yeah. get through my tackles, make my tackles and that, and then um, get to half time. And then once half time come, just I knew I only had forty minutes to get through. So it was a tough one. Now that crazy scramble in um, at the end of the game for the the try to. Uh, to George, George, Tom Burgess, Tom Burgess, Tom Burgess. Uh, and we didn't know if it was a try, and Luke Brooks went to the other end. So then they go upstairs. Where, where were you guys? Were, were you just in the huddle and all praying, or you that that uh, it was going to be a bounce ball from Burgess? I just looked up and just seen Brooksy running down the field, and then um, the ref, I think it was Jared Sutton, I think it was ref, and um, started chasing him down the field, and I was thinking, oh, yeah, good luck, surely, because I couldn't see. Actually, if he dropped it or what happened, mm. um, so I was just praying. I was just praying that um, he dropped it, and then I seen Brooksy run at the other end, and then uh, he pointed to the spot and gave it a try. So 
I thought we'd won, to be honest. And then mm. I knew they'd go upstairs, but and review it. So I was just hoping that it went our way. But you know, unfortunately, not to it be. Didn't. Now, I remember when yeah. we make, make our debuts badge, you, you sit back and you, you look at the players that you're playing against. Firstly, you see them in, in, um, in the paper, who you're going to play against. There's different sort of players, Jake. And then all of a sudden you get out on the field and you, you get – sometimes you have a tendency to stargaze a little bit. Now, how did you get over that when you're coming up against players that you've watched on TV the last few years, especially as a teenager, players like Adam Reynolds and, and Cody Walker and, and Latrell Mitchell and, and Damien Cook? Yeah, it is a tough one. Um, especially, I think the good the good thing for me was I got told uh, early in the week that I was going to be um, making my debut. So it gave me it gave me the whole week to sort of get my head around it. And I, like I tried the first couple of days, I was sort of obviously yeah, you get a bit starstruck and stuff. So I thought I just you know I had plenty of time to just get over that stuff at the start of the week and then just move on and start focusing on my on my job towards the end of the week. So um, I think that really helped me. Whereas some boys are. Some people will get an unfortunate, like a bit unlucky in that sense, and get told they're making their debut the, get, the night before a game or on captain's run and stuff like mm. that. So um, I was pretty lucky in that sense. Now you talk about lucky, and, and you grew up in a in a region that is um, that has been laced with tremendous rugby league players over the years. You're, you're from Toowoomba, aren't you? Now, did you go to St Mary's? I believe is that's that's JT's former school, yeah, isn't Saint Mary's, it? Yeah, 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 it was, yeah. So, what was the uh, what was the upbringing like when it came to your junior footy? Uh, who'd you play for in, in your club? Was it Valleys or all all whites or Southern uh, Suburbs? Southern Suburbs, I played for. Yeah, um, we're pretty. Uh, you know, Toowoomba's a pretty proud uh, rugby league community. Um, everyone sort of loves it and gets it around it um, there. So, I was sort of exposed to rugby league at a pretty young age, and um, you know, I loved I loved it every Saturday, getting up and playing rugby league as a junior all the way through. Um, but yeah, it was it was pretty awesome. My, um, growing up playing rugby league in Toowoomba. Who'd you follow though? In did you follow a, a club, a player, or in in uh, in the big time in the NRL? Yeah, I'd love JT John Thurston. I, I was sort of a Cowboys Bronx man, right? But I saw I was more Broncos. But I love the I love the Cowboys because JT was playing for them. And I imagine there'd be a lot of kids up around that area that would mm. too. And you know, and he actually played a bit of footy for my old junior club in. In uh, in Brisbane or South Sunnybank, anyway. He um, now talking about um, you know the the players that you you sort of always followed, and then you come through the ranks. Did you want to be a, a cowboy or a bronco? How would you end up at the Tigers? Yeah, I think um, every everyone that sort of every young kid in Queensland sort of wants to be a uh, either with the Bronx or the Cowboys. Probably more the Broncos. Um, I um I. I sort of just, it was at Magic Round. Um, I wanted to, so I did, sorry, I did want to play for the Broncos. Yeah, I was, got um, offered like a little contract with them when I was around 15. And then that sort of took off for a while there. And then, um, I don't know, I sort of, uh, around Magic Round 2019, um, I get a call from my manager. And um, Hogs was just sort of, he's Paul Hogan's my manager. And he was just saying um, that Michael Maguire wants to meet up and just have a, have a chat and stuff like that. And then, um, yeah, everything went from there. Sort of con- convinced me that to come to the Tigers, and there was a pretty good opportunity for me there at the time. So, um, yeah, I took it with both hands. Mm. Best day of your life. You enjoying Madge? You- you're yeah. loving his his hard work ethic. Yeah, mate, I love him. Um, obviously, he's my fir- my first actual NRL coach, so I don't really know any different. Um, but no, I, re- I really enjoy him. He's, a, he's, I think he's a really good coach. Yeah, he's a terrific guy. Now, when you come into first grade at an early age, Jake, 
you're either a, a watcher where you sit back and just watch everything go on or you're an antagonizer. So which one are you? Oh, I think a bit of both, mate. I, I sort of, I remember my first day coming in and I was, um, my first field session and I seen Benji Marshall running around and I think I was a bit just, I was just stargazing the whole time, just watching him. <laughs> uh, all these players that I've watched on TV and that. So it was a bit of a, um, it was a bit of a shock to the system seeing them boys there and then, um, I think eventually with time you grow confidence um, around the boys and that and then you can sort of, you start to talk more, you start to feel more confident around them and that's when you can sort of do that stuff. But my first couple of days I was definitely a watcher. <laughs> so, so that means he's warmed into being an antagoniser. So um, hmm. what's your nickname, Jake? Have you got a nickname yet? I mean, have you been given, other than Jaco or Simco, have you been given a nickname? Uh, the boys just call me Jake the Snake. I don't know. I don't know where that's Jake the Snake. Oh, you've just given yourself snake, that. Yeah. You've just given yourself that nickname, then, Jake. <laughs> no, mate. I, I promise you. The boys, um, the boys sort of got around that and just trying to call me that. Um, but yeah, that's that's probably nah. the only really one I got apart. From. This is a hooker thing because Steve Walters didn't like. I can't remember what his old nickname was, and he, so he called himself the Tractor until it finally stuck because he thought that was great. He's the tractor. He just runs over the opposition. <laughs> So you called yourself Jake the Snake, right? Oh, we'll, we'll we'll run with that, Jake. Yep. Hey, was there was there a special jersey presentation for you? And 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 did you did you did your family make it to to your debut or or mates? Yeah. Um, so captains run the day before. Um, the club the club's really good with it actually. So all the boy, all the debutants um, do it. So the, just uh, the captains run the day before. They flew my um, my family and that down, and they um, presented my jersey. The day before the game, so that was pretty cool. And then um, on the on the game day, I, I think about ten mates come down, and then which was pretty big, massive effort too, coming from Toowoomba. Yeah, so, yeah, it was awesome. Now, a little birdie told me, Jake, that you love reality TV and especially Love Island. Is that true? <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate! What? What, what does this mean? This can you can you edu- you can you educate from? my my? Uh, my illustrious co-host here in Gary Belcher, why you love Love Island so much? <laughs> What's going on? Personally, I don't love Love Island, but my missus is from Love Island, so I think that's She's from there. It. It's actually an island. She lived she there. She's actually, she was there's an island called Love Island. She was born on Love Island. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> nah, she was on the show for a bit. Oh, um, she's on the show. Yeah. I thought you were going to say she was a kitchen hand or something or behind the camera. <laughs> right. Okay. Uh, what? So what's her name? Can we? Her name's Cartier. Cartier. Yeah. yeah. You, and, you've watched. And, and from all reports, my, my, my friend, my confidant, told me that if you look at Jake Simpkins' Instagram, and so what's your Instagram name, Jake? Oh, here we go. Oh, Jake underscore Simpkin or something like that. Jake, 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 the, Jake the Snake Simpkin. Jake underscore Simpkin. <laughs> Jake the Snake Simpkin. <laughs> <laughs> He's changing it as we speak. He said if you, if you look at his Instagram it, page, it is filled with all these lovely photos of him and his girlfriend Cartier hugging and kissing. And <laughs> Really? He on Love Island? He said it's quite nauseating. To okay. Honest, <laughs> 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 oh. I'm coughing at you. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, uh, well, if I was on Instagram, yeah. I'd be checking it out. It's right been now. great to have you on, Jake, and, and introduce you to the rugby league public. We loved uh, what you did on the weekend. It was a tremendous debut. Even though you didn't get the win, uh, we all remember our debuts. And uh, good luck this weekend against uh, the Seagulls, mate. 
Thanks, boys. Appreciate it. Thanks good, for having me. Good on you, Jake. The Snake Simpkin there joining us on uh, Sports Day. And don't forget, yeah, West Tigers versus Manly. Se- oh, Woogie's got the photos up there now. Oh, beautiful couple. Yeah. West Tigers versus Manly Seagulls on Anzac Day at Bank West Stadium. Tickets from Ticketek. You're listening to Sports Day. Have your say by dropping badge and sats a text. 0477 736 736. That's 0477 736 736. This is Sports Day. We'll be right back. This is Sports Day for Kia. Introducing the all-new Kia Carnival, Australia's first GUV. Now on Sports Day, it's time for our hot topic. For expert car air conditioning service you can rely on, visit repcoservice.com. Yes, and we are talking about the judiciary system tonight. We mentioned off the top of the show, Scotty Sattler, Gary Belcher here with you, and I've just uh, heard on NRL 360 that the uh, Peter Volandis and the NRL is going to consider overhauling the judicial system um, not completely or entirely off the back of what happened with Latrell Mitchell last night, but I think that has uh, contributed towards it. Scotty Sadler, is the judiciary system broken in the NRL? Oh, I don't know. No, I don't think it is. Uh, overall, I don't think it's broken. I, there probably needs to be some fine-tuning a little bit. On the surface, it looks like a very fair system where you can, you can plead uh, guilty early and get, therefore get a reduction and... Uh, there's different gradings and uh, then you can go and fight your case if you think you want to get a downgrade or try to get off. But um, you've said that, you know, sort of once you get in there, it can, it's, a, it's a tricky process. You're at the mercy. You're at the and mercy of the interpretations. Yeah, that's right. It's yeah. Often you can say, well, this is how it happened. But they go, no, no, the interpretation is that if you do such and such, you must get a careless or a reckless in a grade one or two or three. Yeah, you know, once upon a time you weren't allowed to use – uh, prior example. So Gary Belcher goes up in front of the judiciary for a for a high tackle and it's it's a grade two careless, whatever it may be, mm. or reckless. And once upon a time you weren't allowed to say, well, listen, here's an example from round four where it shows X player doing exactly the same. He was actually charged with a lesser charge than this. We think it's – we don't think it's as bad yeah. as that. So you can do that now. Yeah, yeah, well, and I think that's good. I, I think it's great, absolutely. Um now, people have got to remember this isn't – it's not a, a court of law. Even though there's a prosecution, there's a defence, it's not a court of law. So you can't use the same examples as what we see in society. So I feel as though that sometimes if – Badge, I don't know what you think of this, and fans, zero four double seven seven three six seven three six. if you're charged with a careless high tackle and you've got, you've got loading, which Latrell Mitchell did. He had loading. That's why he got four weeks because he had priors. Mm. He had points carrying over as well. So he couldn't get a discount. So in saying that, but if you get have to face the judiciary for a it's like contrary conduct, it's something completely different to what is what may be a, a careless high tackle. Should you be judged on the same on the same charge? Because you've had a prior for something that's completely different to what you've been charged with. Well, well you do get you do get more points prior added on if it is for a, a same or similar offense. Mm. So, and I haven't, I've got to say, um, I haven't looked exactly at what his, um, his carryover points were for, but so in effect, he's really only got three weeks or two weeks plus so, a bit more for so being a naughty boy down, in the past. If he would have got it downgraded, 
he would have got it downgraded down to a, a one-week suspense, yep. sus- sentence, I should say. And many thought that he would. And, and I look, I've got to say, I honestly thought he's got to he's, – if he's going to go, it's got to be downgraded. Well – It just doesn't look – James Hooper from NRL bad. 360 and Fox Sports, he was in the judiciary hearing last night. He found – he felt that the, the, the NRL, the prosecution, they put up – yeah, not a bad case, but he thought the defence was outstanding for Latrell Mitchell. He was very surprised that he didn't get at least a downgrade. He said some of the words or the phrases that were used by the prosecution were the actions of Latrell Mitchell were extreme carelessness. Now, it's subjective. You look at it and you decide whether whether you feel as though that his elbow was, was careless in a sense that um, – if could have there been any other result, or was it extreme to the point where he was, well, he was trying to be malicious. He was he was trying to um, trying to cause harm to the well, opposition and that player. Would be, that would be reckless or intentional. Or intentional, it? and I I I think we all agree yeah. it was an intentional striking of the head. Now you you are right, Badger. I think he probably could have pulled out of it. But but the, it was pretty innocuous the hit on Nofaluma who played well, on. Well, the defence is badge, quite frankly, is. Just don't lift, lift your elbow. Mm. You know, even if it's as a, as a defense mechanism, just don't lift your elbow. Yeah, but, but, but that's why they they thought it was worthy of a downgrade because it wasn't as bad. As, I mean, he did it and he admitted it, but it wasn't that bad. The question they ask you when you get in their badge, and you can come up with all these different angles. As his uh, his defense counsel, uh, Nick Gabar, said, he hasn't got eyes in the back of his head. When he put his elbow up, as a defence mechanism, he couldn't see where it was going to end up making contact with David Nofaluma. But they don't listen to that. The only thing the judiciary, the only question they ask is, did you make contact with the player's head, yes or no? And yeah. you say, but, yeah, but, 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 and they go, no. But this did is the you whole make point. Contact with and the this might may, maybe why it's broken or it's not broken, but people that on it are not doing their job probably because they weren't saying he didn't do it. Mm. They were saying they wanted a downgrade. They went, he was saying, yes, I did it, but he's saying, I want to downgrade it. Yep. The charge is too high. And that's where I'm, I think most South Sydney fans would, would uh, be a little bit disappointed. And I agree with you. I, I think he did make contact with the head, obviously. The evidence shows that. And yes, he probably does deserve to miss a week. Absolutely. But you are right earlier on, Badge. There are judiciary members in the past the, who are making the decision who, because of their experience, will take a lot of mitigating circumstances into account. When you're a player, you're at top speed, you're doing this, this, and this. This is where the mindset of a player is at. Mm. But the NRL representatives will say to you, prosecution will say to you, no, the interpretation says this, you've got to judge it on this yeah. alone. All right, well, maybe mm. they're a little bit too too strict for uh, for their own good and for all of our good. And I've got to say, Woogie is, is not as filthy about Latrell getting four weeks as he is that Victor Radley got off with just a fine. Oh, he's not happy. It's mm. a conspiracy. I'm glad Radley got off. It's a conspiracy. Hey, we just uh, had a, yep. a chat before we go to the break. We just had a chat to young Jake, Jake Simkin, and we got a message from Sporty Gav. Is he related to the former South forward, Robert Simkins? No, he's not. It's, uh, it's Simkin and Simkin. And, yeah, Robert Simkins, whose nickname's Truck. He was at uh, the Gold Coast too. Gold Coast Giants. Yeah. Uh, his son, Ryan Simpkins, played for Penrith and the Gold Coast oh, there you go. for a number of years. Yeah. Righto.
All right, thanks, Sporty Gav. Um, and I hope we've cleared that up. And you can tell us, what do you think about the uh, Latrell Mitchell judiciary system, any of that? 0477-736-736 is our text number. This is Sports Day for Kia. Introducing the all-new Kia Carnival Australia's first GUV news headlines and Wednesday wine when we come back. You're listening to Sports Day. Have your say by dropping badge and sats a text. 0477 736 736. That's 0477 736 736. This is Sports Day. We'll be right back. This is Sports Day for Kia. Introducing the all-new Kia Carnival, Australia's first GUV. Sports Day News Headlines for Polaris, Australia's number one off-road vehicle brand. Yeah, the news uh, for the day, uh, Derek Chauvin. Yeah, I Chauvin think so. In America, yeah, the former police officer who was filmed kneeling on the back of a black Minneapolis resident, George Floyd, on May 25 last year, has been found guilty of two counts of murder and one count of manslaughter. Mm, and they're still stuff. riding in the streets. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, Jared Whateley now in AFL news, he believes, Jared Whateley, that uh, the AFL should introduce a $1 million fine and automatic 11-week suspension to anyone who breaches the integrity of the game, warning that the code is not taking these issues anywhere near as seriously as they should be. And this is after Collingwood, two of their players, were, um, were found to have a mobile phone during the game last week against the West Coast, and Collingwood were fined $20,000. I can't imagine an NRL player running out with a mobile phone in his pocket, but I guess in mm. AFL. Hey, a million bucks. Are they, he's talking about the club. The club. They're not the player. Yeah, because the, bu- the club here is being fined. Yeah. That's heavy, isn't it? Um, but, uh, 20 grand sounds like it's not enough. But that would destabilise some Whoa. clubs financially. That would send that is, them broke. That is crazy. Get range of confidence for the price of a quad. Thanks, Sats. Uh, visit your local Polaris dealer today. Let's do the Wednesday wine now. And Sats, uh, oh, you told me this story off air mm. and uh, – about Frank, your dog. Yeah, my English staffy. So my Wednesday wine is that um, I got him desexed a couple of weeks ago. Oh, he's whining still. For, yeah, Poor for, little a, for a number of reasons. One of those also is because I want him to go to this doggy daycare that's just down the road. So you do that to him just so you can put him in daycare? No, I said it's one of the reasons. That's cruel parenting. So um, I took, went along to the doggy daycare and they said, we'll take Frank for two hours and we'll, we'll assess him. To see what yard he goes into. Well, so what happens at this, this, so they, they dog, just, this place? Yeah, they watch him around other dogs and see how he Oh, so this is like lots of dogs go along yeah, and yeah. get... And so, he, so I went back after two hours and they said, he's a beautiful dog. He's got beautiful nature. I said, yeah, he's great. They said he gets a little bit fixated on other dogs. And if other dogs want to come and play with the dog that he's fixated on, he just gets a little bit antsy. I he's, said, he's gentle, though, isn't oh, he? Not a, he's got a bad bone in his body. Yeah. I said, no, but he doesn't attack anyone. He goes, no, 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 he's a great, he's a beautiful dog. I said, okay. So is it all right if I book him on, book him in for Friday? And they said, no, no, he doesn't come back. I said, <laughs> oh, I said why not? Oh, Frank. Oh, because he just gets too fixated on one other dog. And if, if he doesn't want to play with any other dogs, well, he sort of, you know, he doesn't like that. And I went, hang on a sec. But, so you're not going to allow him to come here because – he wants to play with one dog. That doesn't make sense. Oh. So I walked out with like a, a, a neglected parent. Well, how do you think Frank's feeling? He's had his badoobies cut off. Yeah. And now he's not allowed to go to play with <laughs> no friends. To, mm-hmm. Yeah, on play dates I know. with the dog. So oh. I'm shattered. That's my Wednesday wine. You shouldn't have a dog. 
Mm, I know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yep. Mine is around um, the, uh, the the sex tape, that apparently, and, and I haven't seen this and uh, and don't particularly want to, um, around a, uh, I think it's a Parramatta player, they've, they've released a statement, but, um, and, and I would just say, though, I'm whining about players getting themselves in these compromising situations. Mm. It's, um, yeah, times are different than they were way back, and I know young players have a bit of fun and whatever else, but... There's a, there's got to come a point where you go. I'm not going to do this in a in a toilet. Yeah. In a in a venue. It's, it's just it's fraught with danger. Oh, it's enough to whine about because, I mean, it's it's players of the modern era who don't understand what damage you can do to not only their own brand but the the game itself. The game, the you club, know, everything else. Mm, so I agree. All right. Um, can I get another quick whine? You can. My wife's mobile phone. It does my head in when I look at my phone on the message icon and it says you've got one or two messages and I haven't read them yet. Okay. okay. I looked at my wife's this phone text today. Messages. Text messages. I looked at my wife's phone today. She had 266 text messages that she hasn't read. Well, she says I've why, read them. I just haven't clicked on them. Why are you going through your wife's phone? I don't trust her. Oh. I'm, just, I'm just throwing it out there. No, no. Sad stuff. Like no, that. I had to check. I had to check some information on her phone and I saw 260 and it, it did my head in. Right. I'm whining about it. Do, does she not get back to you as well? Does that, does that get, that might that be, can be annoying as well. Yeah. So might some of those answer. are yours. Maybe. And you're still waiting Possibly. for that, for the milk that See, you she didn't says, pick up. She says, I don't up. need to open them. I just, I know what they say without actually opening them. So <laughs> okay. I don't believe her. Uh, now the big news this afternoon before we get to the break, Chad Townsend is, uh, is leaving the Sharks. He's not taking up the option for next season, he's leaving the Sharks and he will be joining the Cowboys at the end of this year, mm. so for, for 2022. Good so, signing. Yeah, good signing and uh, probably a, a bit sad there, but I guess both clubs had to make some decisions. Sean Johnson coming back this week, isn't he? Yes. Matt Moreland going okay, so maybe they uh, they decided that if he didn't take it up, they might not be uh, too bothered about that. And uh, Trent Merrin has called it quits yeah. this afternoon, as of today. After five or what, six rounds, yep. he's called it quits and he'd be immediately quitting the Dragons and the NRL. Yeah, good evening, Badge and Sats. This is some text missing here, so we don't know who it's from, but thank you very much. So congratulations to Trent Merrin. Uh, great, uh, great career in his announcement today. Uh, up-and-coming players, they're young, and they fill the void in anticipation of fulfilling up um, the coming young players to live the same dream. So well done. Beautiful. Well said. Uh, this is Sports Day for Kia. Introducing the all-new Kia Carnival, Australia's first GUV. You're listening to Sports Day. Have your say by dropping badge and sats a text. 0477 736 736. That's 0477 736 736. This is Sports Day. We'll be right back. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi-finals. all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply.